You're listening to Sprott Money Daily News. Good day. This is Jeff Rutherford with your Sprott Money Daily News for January 29th, 2015. Despite the turmoil felt by many markets at the time the Swiss Central Bank depegged the Swiss franc two weeks ago, when many felt the brunt of losses in stocks, currencies, and bonds, some companies were able to capitalize off of the fallout of the Swiss franc upheaval. Apparently, J.P. Morgan Chase's foreign exchange traders were able to reap between $250 million and $300 million in gains on the day the Swiss National Bank lifted its cap for the franc against the euro, according to some insiders who refused to be named. Other big banks, including Citigroup, Deutsche Bank, and Barclays, were all hit with approximately $400 million in trading losses, as per some sources. FXCM, the largest retail currency brokerage, had to be rescued from bankruptcy by a $300 million loan deal from Lucadia. Meanwhile, other big names like Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs have claimed that the Swiss revaluation had no impact whatsoever on their business. Clients of J.P. Morgan were told that they would complete all orders at one franc and two cents per euro as the franc went from one franc and 20 cents per euro to close at 85 cents on January 15th. A potential U.S. presidential candidate in the 2016 election reintroduced an audit the Fed bill to the U.S. House of Representatives. Yesterday, Republican Senator Rand Paul reintroduced a bill that would mandate the Federal Reserve to reveal their policy discussions and decisions to a congressional audit. Thirty co-sponsors are supporting the Kentucky Senator's reintroduction of the bill as Republican lawmakers and some Democrats are becoming increasingly adamant of more transparency from the U.S. Central Bank. Earlier this month, Republican Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky introduced a bill asking for similar measures. These bills are congruent with other moves from last year, which seek to rein in the power of the Federal Reserve and limit the central bank's authority. Many of these measures were quashed by Democrats while they had control of the Senate last year, as they have stopped in previous years. Gold fell to a one-week low today after data showed that the number of people who filed for unemployment assistance in the U.S. last week fell to the lowest level since 2000, fueling optimism over the strength of the labor market. The U.S. Department of Labor said that the number of individuals filing for initial unemployment benefits decreased by 43,000 to 265,000 last week. Analysts had expected initial jobless claims to decline by 8,000 to 300,000 last week. The upbeat data added to optimism over the strength of the economy and fueled expectations that the Federal Reserve will begin to raise rates sooner than previously thought. The U.S. Central Bank updated its assessment of the economy and the labor market on Wednesday, leaving it on track to raise rates in the second half of this year. Gold for April delivery fell 1.27% to $1,270.80 an ounce, while silver for March delivery slid a whopping 3.34% to trade at $17.78 an ounce. Platinum for April delivery went up $3.70 to $1,221, while palladium for March delivery went up $1.30 to $772.90 an ounce. Prices metal spot prices are all taking a beating today. Gold has dropped $25.60 to $1,258.80 a troy ounce, while silver has fallen another $1.03 to $17.02. Platinum has dropped to even lower than gold's price as it's dived $30 to $1,224 and palladium has slipped $23 to $776 a troy ounce.
Well, that's what's in the news. Don't forget our weekly sale on silver Australian 10-ounce kookaburra coins and our 24-hour flash sale on half-ounce gold maple leaf coins that ends tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to SproutMoney.com for more details. For Sprout Money Daily News, I'm Jeff Rutherford. Thank you for listening. Thank you.